Professor Paul Haskell Dowland is an Associate Dean in Computing and Security from Edith Cowan University in WA. He's been kind enough to join us today for our news talks to talk about the internet outages that we saw across the globe on Tuesday. Welcome, Professor Paul Haskell Dowland. A very good afternoon to you. Many websites such as Reddit, The Guardian and the UK government website went down this week for a brief period. How did this happen? So around about 6 p.m. Perth time, so around about 8 p.m. over on the East Coast, we started to see a number of websites effectively disappearing from the Internet. So you would try and connect to them in your browser and all of a sudden you couldn't connect to those particular services. And they didn't seem to be connected in any way. So as you just mentioned, there were uh, news outlets, there was social media, there was e-commerce websites. So I guess to most people at that time, it would have looked like it was an internet outage, but other sites were working. And so it was a bit of a peculiar behavior that um, a bit of the internet, potentially a large bit of it suddenly went dark uh, whilst other aspects were fully working. And obviously the rumor mill kicks in very quickly and you start to get lots of uh, posts appearing on whatever limited social media they could connect to at that particular time. And it wasn't very long after when things started to recover, took about 45 minutes. And we started to see the finger of blame being pointed at a service provider called Fastly. Um, But it was soon identified that this particular provider is an organization that delivers a service called CDN, a content delivery network. And it's sort of a hidden layer on the Internet. So when we connect to websites, we are connecting to what we think is a server sitting somewhere on the Internet or at least a device somewhere that delivers the content. But the reality is that these really popular websites, the Reddits and the Amazons of the world, are massive websites and they are delivering content to potentially hundreds of millions, if not billions of people around the globe. So having a server in a location is just not a viable solution. So what we've seen over the last, certainly the last decade, is a move to look at optimizing how we deliver our services. And there's lots of ways of doing that, but CDNs, are a really effective solution. And the concept behind them is that you keep a copy of the content close by to where your users are. So the example I gave in a article on the conversation was that if you are trying to connect from Australia to the BBC and you're visiting the BBC website, then your natural assumption would be that your traffic goes from your home through the internet to a server in the UK perhaps for Um, the the BBC services, or if it's Amazon, maybe over to the US. But the way that those sites have now been optimized is that they keep a copy of that content nearby. So you have these content delivery network services and copies of that content is all over the globe. And we simply go to the nearest one. And so when one of them has a glitch, it can take out a huge chunk of the internet as we saw on Tuesday evening. Yeah, so if you know, if the CDNs are really a big network of different servers, should we expect to see more um, of these mistakes, you know, in our technology dependent lives? Should this be a concern? So it's certainly a concern that we are so reliant on a layer of technology that we actually 
pretty much know nothing about. So the idea of CDNs is completely alien to most computer users. And it's, a, I say, it's a, just a transparent layer of the internet. It's delivering a service that we have come to rely upon. Now, CDNs are, by their very nature, designed to be resilient. They are designed to make internet connectivity or at least traffic flow for the websites that we visit more efficient. So if you're going to Facebook, for example, you know that you're going to get a lot of media coming to you in terms of pictures and videos. So you want that to be quick. You don't want to be waiting around for that, just like the good old days of dial-up. So we will naturally want a platform which is, is fast, but we also want one that is reliable because we have an effect come to rely upon these services. So CDNs are normally designed so that if one particular location has a problem, maybe a power outage in a data center in Sydney, then the system that sits behind it should kick in and say, actually, that CDN isn't available. Let's use this other site, perhaps in Melbourne or perhaps in Perth. And if there's a regional issue, maybe we swap to a data center in Singapore. Now, what happened on Tuesday seems to have been some kind of a software glitch. So it's the kind of thing that shouldn't happen very often. It is a, a bug in the system, and it looks like some configuration issue rolled out across the CDN. So rather than affecting just one data center, it rolled out into lots of them simultaneously or within a very short period of time. And that's why we saw that sort of global cascade effect as one by one, these data centers, the CDNs fell, and even if you had some resiliency across them, none of them were available. So I think the bigger issue is that we are dependent for a service on a CDN provider, and they don't necessarily play nicely together, but to rely upon a particular CDN to deliver your entire website, your infrastructure across the globe, means that you are more vulnerable when that one destination, that one target goes down. It's a single point of failure that we try and avoid in IT. Yeah. Do you know if um, big tech companies are looking to uh, sort of redistribute or change any of their infrastructure after seeing what happened on Tuesday? So I would like to think that no big player, the Amazons and Ebays of the world, are going to overnight change their CDN. Um, you know, you obviously want a level of investigation, you want to review the technology and the platforms, but you could find yourself in just as much of a problem if you try and rapidly shift to a platform that perhaps you haven't thoroughly tested. So I think what will happen in the, the coming weeks is that the customers of the, the CDN in particular will be reviewing their strategy and looking at their contingencies. And I would also imagine that customers of the other CDNs, because there are a number of them, will be looking at their contracts and their fallover solutions to make sure that they've got the necessary resiliency. So I don't think it's going to be a sudden panic and we're going to either stop using them or, or shift to alternatives. But certainly it's a, a wake-up call for the industry. Thanks very much for talking technology with us today, Paul. Absolutely. My pleasure. Thank you. That was Professor Paul Haskell-Dowland from Edith Cowan University. He's the Associate Dean of Computing and Security.